green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, May 22nd. Creation, Culture, Community. Today's scripture reading is found in Psalm 8 in the Message Translation, which reads, God, brilliant Lord, yours is a household name. Nursing infants gurgle choruses about you. Toddlers shout the songs that drown out enemy talk and silence atheist babble. I look up at your macro skies, dark and enormous, your handmade sky jewelry, moon and stars mounted in their settings. And then I look at my micro self and wonder, why do you bother with us? Why take a second look our way? Yet, We've so narrowly missed being gods, bright with Eden's dawn light. You put us in charge of your handcrafted world, repeated to us your Genesis charge, made us stewards of sheep and cattle, even animals out in the wild, birds flying and fish swimming, whales singing in the ocean deeps. God, brilliant Lord, your name echoes around the world. This is God's word. And this is Craig's word. But now we must step back from these principles and practices to focus once more on the big picture, the heart and soul of this book. That would be How to Hear God by Pete Craig, which is what we've been reading for the last seven weeks, right? Because you've got the book, you've been reading it, and we're now ready to complete it. Okay, the heart and soul of this book, which is Encountering Christ Jesus for Ourselves. Not just in sacred environments like church and Bible study, but also in supposedly secular ones like that pub next door. And not just in supernatural ways like dreams and visions, but in natural ways too, like that quiet conversation with a stranger. This chapter is, in other words, about learning to discern the voice of God in the whole of life, not just in religious contexts and through spiritual exercises, but in the actualities of community, creation, and culture. So commences the last chapter of Pete Craig's book, How to Hear God, A Simple Guide for Normal People. Okay, it's technically the second to the last chapter since the book has eight chapters, and this has been a seven-week study, partly due to practical scheduling parameters, but also due to the fact that the final eighth chapter is more of a brief epilogue. So this week, we wrap them both together in our reading and processing together as we wrap up the entire book and our journey through it, which brings us to the three divine wavelengths of community, creation, and culture. The gist here is very simply that God's word to us resounds beyond pages of sacred writ and beyond the walls of sacred time and space. God's Word doesn't merely come to us in the midst of the clatter of the kitchen of life, nor just despite it. 
God's word even comes through it. God's voice waits to be heard through the most mundane and unexpected of sources. As we with the two on the Emmaus Road have our senses awakened to discern the presence and hear the voice of the covert Christ who joins us, not in inner sanctum, but on the open road of the wide world in creation and culture and community. Yes, I'm actually taking the liberty to reorder these three wavelengths for the purpose of this devotional journey this week. Creation, culture, community. Okay, we will begin to see and hear him everywhere, leading us to ask as we commence each day, in what form will my Christ come to me today? To be so awakened is to step into a deepening realization that we live and breathe and move in a world bathed with his presence and echoing with his voice everywhere, which is what today's reading from the Psalms expresses so beautifully, as do those classic lines Craig quotes from Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Truly, I reiterate, nothing's small. No lily-muffled hum of a summer bee but finds some coupling with the spinning stars. No pebble at your foot but proves a sphere. No chaffinch but implies the cherubim. And, glancing on my own thin-veined wrist, in such a little tremor of the blood, the whole strong clamor of a vehement soul doth utter itself distinct. Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush afire with God. But only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit round it and pluck blackberries and daub their natural faces unaware. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, where do you find yourself hearing God more readily? in the pages of sacred scripture and corresponding holy religious spaces or in the whole of life, through the hum of creation at large, the clatter of human culture, or the chatter of human community. Why? How do we cultivate more effective hearing in all of the above, both sacred and quote-unquote secular spaces and places and faces? Lord, widen my view, broaden my outlook, enlarge my capacity to take in your presence, to register your voice in the most unlikely mundane and common places, in the good, the bad, and even the ugly I see around me, in creation, in culture, in community. Give me ears to hear the gurgled praises of infants and eyes to see every bush afire with God. Let me do more than shush the infants and pluck the blackberries as I daub my natural face unawares. Let me see and hear and take off my shoes as I see anew that this is indeed, right here, holy ground. To your mercies.